0: hi everyone and welcome to another episode of 10 out of 10 would recommend um it's your girl talani tolly t alongside
1: gina more oh my gosh i sound so <laughs>
0: you sound so official
1: <laughs> i know it's it's gina it's gina hi everyone <laughs> was so bright and happy nice. do you
0: know what i am bright and happy babes well i'm trying to be bright yeah? and happy yeah or i'm getting really good at turning it on do you know like when you
1: <laughs> yeah this went out you sounded 15 minutes ago yeah, babes. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> it's called show business gina learn something from this okay Look learn something <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly though I feel like I'm getting Really good at it It's like when you watch If you've ever been so this sounds like A really like Dick thing to say But our guests Will completely relate with me But if you've ever watched Like something get made And you kind of see it Before they press action You kind of see everyone Like not really bothering, Just kind of sitting there And it's like action And everyone kind of like Springs into their steps And like gets into character So that's what I was Trying to do, Gino, In case you didn't notice
1: No, you did a really great job And I absolutely loved it It put me in a really good mood Straight away
0: Amazing have you been, my love? <sighs>
1: Oh God! Sorry, turn it, are on, gonna turn the, it
0: on. Are you going to be the sad one this episode? I cried last episode, so Gina. Let's keep the you spirits know. up,
1: <laughs> okay? Well, no, do you know what? Is no, bad week. I've been doing all right because Saturday was my birthday. Oh, happy birthday!
0: birthday and what does a lockdown birthday look like?
1: Do you know what? A lockdown birthday is so great because people feel sorry for you immediately. So they make more mm-hmm. effort. It's really good. You get so much more attention.
0: Yeah, that is true. I do care. You're um, a birthday person now.
1: Or you're trying uh, to be. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. I, if I had my way, I wouldn't have even been in the country. Just like keep it moving, whatever. Take like two friends, go somewhere else. But um, it was really nice. Spent it like with my mom. We went away, like we went to somewhere to go for a walk and like looked at the water and it was really nice. Then we came back, ordered food. That
0: was it. It was very nice. Ah, oh, that okay. sounds really cute. I'm into yeah. that. I'm into that. I've done a whole week of um, watching Sister Sister. Um, yes, it's on Netflix, oh, finally. God, I've never known happiness like this in my whole life. And also, I felt betrayal from Gina because... Um, <laughs> Here we go. You keep airing our dirty laundry on this podcast. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Because be a better <laughs> friend and I won't have to do that, will I? Um <laughs> So as like you all know, Gina works for Netflix and like by working for Netflix, you think she'll give her friends like, you know, the up to date gist, like the things that the streets don't know yet. But you get to know beforehand. <laughs> Gina refuses to do this for me. So I had to find out on Twitter, <laughs> like the mere mortals of the rest of the world, <laughs> that sister, sister, Marisha and girlfriends was going to be on Netflix UK. How do you think that made me feel, Gina? Like an outsider is how it felt.
1: Yeah, and I uh, can only apologise for the fact you felt that way. Uh, but it is what it is. I thought that the gift of you eventually getting girlfriends would be enough for you to forgive me. Also, you're now getting messages from people being like, "Talani, put this stuff oh on God. Netflix," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, how's it feel? How's it feel? Feels good, yeah, yeah." <laughs> um, so
0: yeah, I've just been banging out sister sister, and I'm so I'm so happy just to be like, I've gone back to like twelve year old me. His biggest problem was getting a zit. Because that's what they call it, a zit. Um, And like having fancying boys. I mean, fancy boys is still my biggest problem. And (laughs) I'm still in the hetero ghetto, which I'd like to be. (laughs) (laughs) Still in it. Still in (laughs) it. Fun times. Hashtag the Receipts podcast, everyone listen to that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've honestly loved it so much. I think it's been a couple of days that I'm on season four. That's how much I've been no, I'm it. not over that. It's a ghetto. <laughs> it retro ghetto. It's awful here. It's it awful is. here. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love it. So thanks for that, Gina, because I know that was you, You're doing apparently, that made it come on um, Netflix.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to take full credit for it. It was, it, was, it was lots of different people, but I'm happy that everyone's happy. Right in time for the second lockdown. And another thing that's right in time for the second lockdown. See my little segue. Look, he's professional now. Don't don't ask for the glory. It ruins it. No, no, no. It was good. I wanted to, I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) Um, The Crown season four. I'm really, listen, I'm so excited for The Crown season. I'm genuinely so excited. Also, The Crown is one of those shows that like, I think like a year ago we found out like who was gonna be playing Princess Diana, for example. And so Ah. like you've got like this long build up of knowing that it's coming, knowing that the start of this storyline a lot of people have been waiting for this storyline also. Knowing that it's coming. um, and then being like, when is it gonna come out? When is it gonna come out? And now it's coming out this Sunday. And let me tell you, as somebody who has had the privilege to watch this fourth season, best season yet. Best season. Oh really? Done. Uh, Seriously. Seriously. Very, very good. 10 out of 10 Oh my god I'm really excited
0: to get into it so I haven't watched much of The Crown just because Mm. like Gina's sold it to me Gina's been like honestly it is she sends me voice notes telling me how you're gonna love it it's amazing please watch it but kind of like I just thought I was gonna be about like the royal family and I just about know the national anthem I was like not not my kink I'll move on but apparently the drama in it alone is worth watching so I'm absolutely gonna watch it I'm, I'm actually excited I'm gonna watch it now so I get to watch all of it from the beginning until the apparent best season now
1: so The Crown season four is coming out soon. And because The Crown is just that great, we didn't want to have just one episode. We'll be having two. So we'll have Erin Doherty, who plays Princess Anne on the podcast next week. But for this week, we have Kate Hall, head hair and makeup artist for The Crown. We are so excited to talk
0: to you. Tell us everything that you're allowed to tell us, obviously without losing your job and still being able to do the next season.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's quite a broad question.
1: <laughs> uh, everything. We wanna uh, know surfaces. everything.
2: <laughs> My cheeks are already hurting from smiling at you too. I haven't stopped smiling since you started talking. Oh, <laughs> um, so uh yeah, I mean I love it. I'm with I'm with you two. I joined I joined to Design Season Three mm. and I joined as a fan and I haven't stopped being a fan ever since. It's, yeah. uh, I think, it's brilliant, and I think season four felt for for lots of us, um, it was just it was just amazing, and it was because I think we we actually remember the exactly. uh, the period that we'd you know it felt for me like yeah. I was sort of designing my childhood, and it was it was just really it was sort of a great mix of nostalgia and also you know like from memory the eighties were really ugly mm. but actually then when you're doing it you tend to sort of fall in love with every period you're doing and and actually it turned out that there's this huge mix of textures and colours and shapes and styles and, and actually it was it was really creative and it was really textural and it just felt it just felt really exciting.
0: Ah oh, amazing mm-hmm.
1: I feel like I'm kind of begging it because I was born in '92. So when oh, you're talking about the, I'm like, yeah, yeah like the '80s, oh. yeah, definitely. Oh no! I've just outed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was not supposed to be shady in any way said but right date.
0: Junior was like can't relate <laughs> can't relate <laughs> can't relate too I'm young <laughs> This
2: is sister sister reference I was like yeah yeah I was watching sister sister <laughs> 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 oh no I'm so old no, no it's no, not. No, no, <laughs>
0: right. I just about made it I was born in 89 so I kind of <laughs> There we go. Yeah, sure. I can remember. <laughs> that make me feel that <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but, so, but we we watched it on the news and stuff. We remember it ish.
1: Exactly, because even though not again, this was not to I'm so... Kate. She's so I... shady,
0: Kate. <laughs> She's honestly so shady. Nasty, nasty piece of. I'm work. not. The thing is,
1: you're, let let it be known, Kate, Miss Hall. Uh, the time is stirrer, All right. I say, I say things. Misses. <laughs>
0: What? she's married leave,
1: Kate, leave kate's business out of this leave kate's marital status out of this podcast <laughs> okay no um, <laughs> um no but i mean for this one for, for definite and i think this is what makes it so exciting for me is like i de- I definitely remember like princess diana and, and and margaret thatcher these are like names that are definitely within like published conscious like anyone around this age will like know and I feel yeah. like f- f- this season more than anything I I can relate like I'm excited because it feels like recent history which is what I'm most excited about that was the point I was trying <laughs> to land <laughs> Not me being yeah, like, how that, old
2: I think it's like it's nice because it's recent enough but it's still period yeah it's yes. still there's still that kind of lovely perspective thing that means you can look back on it and judge it which is really yeah. great yeah um yeah and there is
0: something nice about watching, like you said, watching a period that you remember. Mm. Like, I was oh my God, I remember that. And I know how that feels like. And like films and, fi- and films and TV shows do a great way of doing it by like music, what people are wearing, what they're... And what I always notice is like what people's eyebrows were. I think that's such a good indicator yeah. of time for me.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I so feel good. like you should look at an eyebrow from any period. <laughs> <in there before. laughs> I love that.
0: I know what year that is just by the eyebrow. <laughs> So we're
2: going into season five is the 90s. And it's like, ooh, and no eyebrows. And it's literally line.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, like, literally.
2: I still don't have any eyebrows because of the 90s. <laughs> it's like you can
0: throw it on now. My mum t- and my aunties, like, tattooed, like, um, shaved all theirs off and tattooed. Oh, wow. dear. Yeah, and it's so bad because of that. Look at you now. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Nothing you can do about that. It's just your face now. <laughs> Look what you've done to yourself. But like, as a makeup artist, what do you actually do in terms of trying to make sure that the makeup looks of that era? Yeah, I
2: mean, we take a kind of, um, I would call it a thorough approach. So okay. start, <laughs> I start researching sort of six months before we start shooting. And we compile tons and tons and tons of images. And then I make them into photo reference books so that everyone has a guide. So every character has a chronological photo book. Every shooting block, which is a group of episodes, has its own sort of Bible of images so that every real person has a reference. And then I also make guides for the background because actually it's the background sort of uh, Mm. extras who set the period really, because they're not based on real people. So given that we tell such a a kind of a long story period, um, we choose specific points to evolve the look so that hopefully you don't, once it's edited together, you don't as a viewer sort of notice, um, but yet you get a feeling that we are moving through the era. So that although you'll start in 1979, 1980, Um, you'll move through a period where people have winged eye shadow and you know and then by the time you're getting to the early 90s we're going into the kind of heather shimmer lipsticks and neutrals and um we we try and do that quite um strategically
0: oh my god that is so good to know so Gina is lipstick queen like that she (laughs) she won't brag about it and I know she came here with a nude lick very disappointing (laughs) I saw her put Vaseline on before this started
1: I was like you are not front of a makeup artist. Hey, are you seeing what I have to deal with she bullies me she bullies me on a Netflix podcast yeah. where you, I have work
2: you, have you got an HR department you really <laughs> <to> can talk to <laughs>
1: To see, Do you know right? what? I'm gonna have to send an email. I'll CC you in, Kate, because I've a had, good enough. Idea. I've I'm had a enough. I'm a witness. I'm a
2: witness. I'm just saying, you knew what was happening today. It was a good time to show off your lipstick skills. Um, I'd like to point out, I haven't got a scrap of
1: makeup. On. We've, we've all come barefaced.
2: Makeup is not permissible in my three-year-old caring lockdown Yeah, yeah, life. no, absolutely <laughs>
0: understanding, like completely. But before we even, we were talking earlier actually about lipsticks and kind of like because I Gina for many years has tried to get me to wear bright and bold colours. And because yeah. Green Junior will wear like you've bought a green lipstick before. Ooh. Tell me, what what are your ranges in your shade?
1: Oh gosh, like I used to wear black lipstick every day. You did. Like as if it was my regular like n- like I used it like a quite nude a lip TLC. like every day. TLC,
2: quite a yeah, TLC a sort of nineteen ninety nine reference. Yes Absolutely. There. I
1: love that reference <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah so i used to wear black lipstick all the time i used to wear yeah like a, a dark navy lipstick dark green like purples any lipstick I, and i used to wear it to work too some days i'd look in the mirror like no one's telling me off for this i've come with right but you know it works i but enjoyed yeah, it. you it had your gothic look down to a T. tee like I really you, did, no I you really really, really, did. Really, <laughs> really did
0: and i am like reds and nudes like i can't even a purple and glosses yeah. No, yeah, red news and glosses. A purple is like, oh, I'm feeling frisky today. <laughs> like something <laughs> something is happening today and I feel a bit frisky. Um, so like, but like you said, it kind of like, it dictates time and all of that. What would you say is your favourite look from all of the areas that you've done? What is it like? Is it Ooh. a lipstick? Is there an eyeliner? Is there a look that like, yeah, this is it. This should reign supreme forever.
2: I mean, if I were to pick an era for, for everything, so hair and makeup, yeah. I'd go 1940s, which is really cliched, mm. but it's just beautiful. What's 1940s? I just love it. Yeah, what does that mean? Red tell? lip. I oh, am. Yeah. Um, you know, really beautiful arched eyebrow, and then a kind of a lovely mm. soft wave, high on top. Mm. You know, just really beautiful.
0: Random, mm. but that's my dream um, look for my wedding. <gasps> I, I like to think forward, guys. <laughs>
2: nothing like making a
0: plan you know
1: I like to be optimistic in what's to come
2: and I like to plan
1: for it basically and that's just how I roll I think uh the great thing about this podcast is that it's not just about tv it's dating service it's uh it's a therapy session it's all all things it's all that's the, great
0: all the things okay back to the crowd back to the crowd sorry um, back to the crowd
1: so I wanted to talk a little bit about I think that this season has like because it's got both margaret thatcher and the princess diana in it that's like and and correct me if i'm wrong Kate. Okay, to me that feels like a lot of pressure to recreate um <laughs> because people are expecting them to you know look very similar and you think to get that that down can you talk us a little bit through i guess the challenges of recreating people who are so iconic in british history
2: yeah, I guess it's, you just have to expect that everyone's going to have an opinion yeah. about your choices and your choices are still limited by who your actor is, you know, your time, your budget, because although we have all of those things, they're not unlimited. Mm. And yeah, the pressure to do, I guess, because th- they're slightly different in that Thatcher was kind of villainized. So people have very strong feelings about margaret thatcher for that reason and yeah. then princess diana was idolized yeah. so you've got that thing where people have taken her into their hearts and you know we have to do something that is is believable i mean and nobody's perfect so we're trying to do a kind of three-dimensional performer as well i mean i say we Emma Corrin, who does a great job, uh, is is trying to do something three-dimensional. And so we have to do something that supports that. Um, so, yeah, it's a kind of, it's a real tightrope walk between doing a kind of stereotype, a kind of cliche, or doing something that feels like an impression. So we're trying to find this, the truth in it all, which, yeah, I guess it's just, it's a fine balance, mm-hmm. which okay, I hope I we've achieved. I I think you probably have. we will find I've out on Sunday won't we
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> people will
0: let you know That's they will so tweet nice. you and let you know <laughs> Um, do you know what, because Princess Diana, like you said, she is like, she's iconic, like she's idolised, she, and also her look is as well, like outside yeah. of her fashion, yeah. which today the girls are doing what she, they wear what she was wearing <laughs> again now, to be fair. But there is something about, she has this particular aesthetic where, what a nice lady, like her face just looks like, what a nice she lady. She looks like a very
1: yeah. kind person.
2: Yeah, I think it's all about that fringe. I think it's all about the constantly looking out yes. from under the fringe with those right. big eyes, oh and it God, kind yes. of—it's like slightly deferring. It's slightly demure. I think she kind of—I um, think she seems slightly submissive when she does that, and all of that yeah. plays yes. into kind of—I might be a princess, but I'm on your level. Ooh, um, yeah.
0: yeah. Hence, why she was a people's princess. What a genius! Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh, yes, to the branding. <laughs> so, If you don't naturally have that sort of like, you know, oh, um, look at me, I'm so shy and also yours. How do you achieve it with makeup? Just for my own personal.
2: I mean, obviously, like <laughs> the majority of it is all in Emma's performance, which is is brilliant. But, but what we do then to support that, I guess, is obviously she has, she has that very specific hairstyle, which always has that fringe and that kind of heavy hair on top to look out from under. And then we really go for it on the eyes so that she's got that kind of round doe-eyed, thing which is what diana did so everything we do sort of starts in in the research mm. so you know she used to wear her blue eyeliner the more vulnerable she felt the more she felt she needed her armor um, the more eye makeup she would put on
0: Um, so would you say do you know that iconic picture of her in the black dress that one that everyone knows when she comes out of um, I think that was her big like I'm single look (laughs) (laughs)
2: because you know everybody has that look do you mean the one do you mean the one from the 90s? Yeah. Because I mean, I've not really got there yet. Oh, you there yet? Okay, cool, So cool. I sort of <laughs> know what you're yeah, talking about, but not specific. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. We'll have season you back. Five, we'll have you back. we'll really have you back season five. I just really exposed myself.
0: <laughs> we'll have you back season five. It's fine. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We'll just completely skip past that. But is it worth listening to a trailer to kind of, to hear all the exciting things that's to come from season four?
1: Your Majesty. I think we have enough respect for one another personally to ask ourselves some of the bigger questions. Woman to woman. We are the same age after all, really. Just six months between us.
2: Eh? Oh? And who is the senior? I am. Mum.
0: I'm actually really excited to watch it. Like, I'm now, like, you, you both of you have made me really excited, and I want to see the looks and be like, ooh. I feel like this is just like lockdown therapy for me. Yeah, definitely, definitely going to watch it. I'm like, my girl Kate did that
2: look. (laughs) You're now my girl Kate. Kate. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like this is total therapy for being kind of locked in the house with a (laughs) three-year-old.
1: You can come whenever come back whenever you want, okay? <laughs> please, you please, know. please do. And
0: obviously, like so, like you said, this feels like therapy. But I'm sure like being sat in your chair doing hair and makeup must be like therapy for like the artist as well. Is it the same vibe you're getting hairdressers? They're like, So, where are you going on holiday? <laughs>
2: I mean, probably the cast are probably like, yeah, dear God, it's so boring. Um, (laughs) But it's a funny thing. You get this like, and I don't, you know, I don't look after the cast so much anymore because I go over the whole, I mean, we've got like 260 casts. So Mm -hmm. I'm sort of too busy to look after one person specifically. Um, although on this series I did look after Jillian a bit because her makeup artist Stacey went on her honeymoon for a month um, oh, so I did actually get the privilege this time to do a bit of kind of close on set work amazing. and I think it's this odd thing that happens it's like Stockholm Syndrome where you're you look after an actor and then you sort of just love them oh, and yeah. so you're just kind of like, yes, what, what do you need? Anything you need, <laughs> you just kind of, it's like you become this sort of, I don't know, you just, it's this weird affection that comes. And I've never really experienced looking after an actor and not having that. So yeah. that that's the kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say confidant necessarily, because... You know, you, but you, you definitely become... You become sort of... You have a close working relationship. It's an oddly intimate thing to do with someone when you barely definitely. know them, is to get straight in their face and start touching them. So you have to kind of, I guess, just get past that as quickly as you can. And, and invariably, what tends to happen is you just spend loads and loads of time chatting. So yeah. by the time you've shot something like The Crown, you feel like you've known each other for a long, long time.
1: I can imagine this because uh, I personally have the closest relationship on earth with both my hairdresser and my eyebrow lady. Mm. And like, I, I like love that. Like I can't, every, every time I sit in a hairdresser chair, like I'm ready to tell my whole life. So things that I haven't told anyone, like I'm like, let's get into it. Let's really clarify. So I feel like that's the kind of relationship that you have like this weird bubble. Yeah, I
2: don't know. All I can describe it as is like, from our, from our point of view, so I can't speak for the actors, but but it is like this kind of strange devotion. Mm-hmm. it's like this weird kind of like you're just in love with your kind of captor because you have to be glued to them the whole time <laughs> they're probably just like oh leave me alone because you'd constantly the other thing is you really want everything to be perfect so any opportunity you can get you're jumping in to correct their makeup tweak their wig you know mm-hmm. put a scarf over their wig so that it doesn't get wrecked while they go off to have a cup of tea um legging it after them, can i just take a photo for continuity um So you are kind of, once you're looking after someone, you're kind of glued to them. Okay, so this um, might sound like a
0: um, question that's off the rails, but there is a point to this, right? Hear me out. So you mentioned wigs and that sparks my Uh interest because I wear wigs. Here we go. And (laughs) I just want to know... So when I lay my wigs down, there's like products that you use. I just want to know, are there any specialist products that you'd recommend? Because obviously their wig right. stays on the whole time on set. Yeah. But after a nightclubbing, my wig starts lifting. And I just want to know if there's a tip that I should take. Wow.
2: Well, so can I ask, are you gluing? Are you using a lace front wig? So yes. Or are the, you oh, clipping? Oh,
1: Kate. Yes, right. Kate. Nah, Miss Kate. <laughs> Miss Kate Miss Kate <laughs> So I wouldn't do a full frontal <laughs> I can't believe it Miss Kate came with the, t- with the t- She said Are you using a lace Francis <laughs> Or a clip
0: <laughs> um, So for those of you that I use like a 5x5 five five closure So it's like that um, It's like a bit of a 5x5 five five measurement Of a yep. lace frontal Okay. And I'll just spray some, like, hairspray, like a sticky hairspray to it. But like I said, after a night out and a bit of sweat... Oh. I
2: mean, sticky hairspray is not really doing is it, that for, not me. it? Right, okay. for me. Right, okay. As a kind of technical tip, okay. I would definitely use
0: a glue. Really? But the, it's the edges? Yeah. Mm.
2: So the problem is, I'm imagining the lace is quite thick. Yeah. We get, we're really lucky we get a super fine lace on right, film. Right, okay. Um, I would be cutting that lace back as short as I possibly could. I'd also be cutting it in a wiggly line because right. if you've got a dead flat line, you create that shadow when you glue it and if it's wiggly, you're more likely to get it into the the kind of and you then you can express yourself. So when your face moves, hopefully your lace isn't going to kind of stick where Ooh, it is, you see? Oh,
0: Miss Kate. <laughs> Miss Kate. Thank you. Very, very, very useful. That was amazing. Thank you very much. That's my pleasure. And
2: then the other thing I would say is you need to make sure it's anchored properly elsewhere. So you've got to get your anchor points in the rest of your head and clip it as tightly as you can, because you can't rely on glue to do everything.
0: Right, okay. Noted. Thank you. Thank you very there much. Has um, there ever been, that. like, someone's hair and makeup that you wish that you did or you got your hands on or a character that was like, oh, I'd have loved to have done that?
2: Yeah, mm. it's funny because it it probably... Really, it probably would be The Crown. Obviously. Yeah, that's nice. I just love period. I'm really, like, I love history. I love particularly what Peter Morgan does in terms of imagining historical situations and sort of filling in filling in the gaps. So I love Hilary Mantel, Wolf Hall. I love Mark Rylance, who played Cromwell. So I guess the only other show, really, that I think I'd like to do is If They make Bring Up The Bodies, which is the sequel to Wolf Hall.
1: You guys heard that first. Please bring my girl (laughs) Kate in. (laughs) Do you you know what? Actually, a follow-up question to that that I have for you is this. Do you prefer recreating already existing looks or creating looks from scratch?
2: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, I think it's, it's maybe... I'm a bit lazy quite like having I keep thinking what if I ever do another job and then I and they want me to do it from scratch and I'm like but where's my where's the picture that I got the ability to imagine a character from words alone so I'm not not even sure I'm capable of that anymore um I really like the challenge of trying to to tread that line between Mm -hmm. kind of Uh, real and believable truthful and also uh, not kind of a weird parody so I I mean it's a bit of a niche but but I really enjoy it
0: do you ever get a say in like who gets obviously not a say per se but like how early do you know (laughs) who got casted for the the because I can't
2: imagine Nina golfing. too happy if I was like yeah 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 no it's actually it's all me it's all me Uh, I decide everybody Um, because
0: like what if they give you someone that looks nothing like the person what if there's like here's Tony playing Diana you're like what am I meant
2: to do that (laughs) I am waiting for that day because some of the people that come through I sort of go oh Um, they are they're amazing I mean the casting the thing that's really is always really exciting is waiting to see who they've cast because it will you know, it would invariably be someone that you would never have considered, and then you're like, oh, that's amazing. Um, but occasionally, yeah, we do get some clangers. Um, and then you just have to work really, really hard to work out. Remember when <laughs> when they wanted to cast Tobias as Prince Philip, and Prince Philip's obviously naturally blonde, and Tobias is very much a brunette. And the thing is, his tape, his his audition was incredible. Incredible, and I, they were—I mean, rightfully—everybody was so excited. You couldn't really say, "Oh no, that's, that's too He's difficult." Not
0: <laughs> He's not blonde, so he ended
2: up—he he ended up getting his eyebrows bleached for forty-five minutes every three days. Oh <laughs> my god! Yes, I know. <laughs> he's brilliant so what are you gonna do oh my
1: gosh also I do kind of love the big dick energy of you being like mm, that was the wrong decision I don't want to do that I don't want to I just, <laughs> yeah, no, now I'm just
2: like if anyone if anyone asks me a question say no it's not possible yeah um, yeah because can't be bothered anymore <laughs> no I mean they do occasionally there might be an email come through to say oh we're thinking about this person what are your thoughts and I'll you know I can all I can really say is well It's either it's a big job or it's a small job. And then it's up to someone else as to sort of as to how kind of worth it they think the casting is.
0: What was set life like? Like how long were your days? Where was it based? Like what was all of that?
2: Uh, It is it's sort of unimaginable, The Crown, because it's uh, we run we have two units who shoot at the same time. One might be shooting in Spain. The other might be shooting in Scotland. One might be shooting 1982 and the other one shooting 1990. The actors are crossing between both units. So we have two makeup teams across both units, but we have three artists that just follow their actor backwards and forwards. And then there's um, we have our sort of design department who are running fittings for casts that are coming up. And it's just this constant juggle trying to work out where to be like to prioritize where you should be. you know at one point we had four different directors working on four different shooting blocks in two countries, and you just um every day is just a kind of reprioritizing of of where to be and when um so it's a bit of a crazy one.
1: Your job sounds very difficult <laughs> um extremely technical i I, I think you're a don't, don't say don't yourself short. This, <laughs> You don't understand because i'm I'll tell you what right now if I was to front define Gillian Anderson and said let me do your makeup she's not saying yes
2: <laughs> I don't know she she she'd probably go for the green lips exactly yeah. <laughs> she would. and she'd carry them off yeah.
1: <laughs> she would she would what was like the show or or the big thing that made you get into this line of work and made you fall in love with period drama and and all of that kind of stuff
2: yeah I mean I was always I guess I was that sort of a kid at school who was into theatre and doing drama and stuff, and then I did a drama degree. And i did, I used to be the girl that did everyone's hair for things, Aww. but never really. I just didn't even know it was a job. And then I met this makeup artist one day, and I was like, "You don't get paid for that." Oh <laughs> and and she said, "Yeah, and you can go to makeup school." And I was like, "What?" So then, I, yeah, I borrowed the money and I went to makeup school. And then oh, cool. you just sort of, you know, it's like most things like this—you just have to just get out there and start slogging your guts out and then I was just really lucky because I had done a really little I was like low budget Lil and I had done a really lovely little indie film about Churchill before Mm -hmm. The Crown came up and so I had this kind of at least when when my name came up they had something they could look at where I had sort of done some real people as it were uh, which I think was quite um fortunate nice. a
1: success story to be honest
2: yeah That's it was sort it's it's of a fluke story in truth just quite a lot of luck um but there is it's worth saying there's there's 20 people in the hair and makeup department and they are like astonishing they are an astonishing group of, of amazing people so it's uh it is I'm a very small piece in a really big jigsaw puzzle of people who are obsessed with their jobs that make it look that good on camera I mean they are all driven mad by the will to make their people look good <laughs> yeah. so yeah they're the hours worked communally I would say across the department are insane
0: Amazing. Gina, would you say there's any other period um, shows I'm watching, watching on Netflix? What would you say? Ooh. Because I saw there's a new one coming. What is it? Is it called? Bridgewood? No, it's not Bridgewood. Something like... Bridgerton. Bridgerton, yeah. So there's a new yes. one called Bridgerton coming, right?
1: Yeah, Bridgerton comes out on Christmas Day, actually. Oh, okay. I was caught one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and that that is, yeah, that's very, very... Because the thing is, I think for me... I I didn't used to call myself a fan of period drama because I only really knew and I'm this is no offence to Downton Abbey because I've never actually watched an episode of Downton Abbey but um <laughs> it, but it like it it put me off and so I was worried to watch The Crown because I was like oh gosh like I just don't want to but The Crown convinced me to to want to watch period drama I don't know whether it's because it's actually more like it's a historical drama than period I, just I don't think know
2: it can have a reputation of being quite kind of um. Yeah, Yeah. stuffy and kind of like you're just replicating history and it's really boring. And actually, I think it can be really fresh and it's at its best when it's really fresh and really dynamic and really kind of current in in its historical, you know, approach.
0: Because there was a show I used to watch called Why Women Kill. Um, But I don't know if it's period. Would would you say it's period? So it's based on three different timescales. So it's the 1960s, 1980s and then the 2000s. Mm. So if yeah. you ever ask me if I watch period, I'd be like no because I imagine Downton Abbey. So I imagine yeah. that to be like
2: Britishness.
0: Yeah, and like, I mean, that's I would I imagine.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would call the '90s period now. Really? Okay. Yeah, I guess it's long. Yeah, enough. I mean, I would only because visually it's really different. So if yeah. I were having to do a show in the '90s, I'd have to research it and and replicate something different. It's not, you know, I'd maybe call anything in the last ten years contemporary, but. Okay. I don't know I actually like don't really know Yeah Because I've never always really thought, thought
0: It had about. to be that vibe And like they live in a castle And they're still Wearing a <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you know that That's that yeah.
0: kind of how I see Phoebe? Ma- Marie Antoinette and Yeah that, that like. kind of vibe But if you do think about it I guess it is anything That was in the past
2: Well I was yeah. thinking about You know in terms of shows That I've loved I think Did you see Unorthodox
1: no, do you I know what that? that got such good reviews and i still I, haven't watched it
2: i devoured that show and actually there's a lot about that that i would call period because although it's contemporary that particular group of people the hasidic jews in i think it's williamsburg oh, i did watch actually, that yes i was
0: obsessed with that sorry i just know oh what you're God. talking about the brilliant. performances
2: were incredible oh God, so i thought the good. writing was brilliant yeah. everything about it was great um and I would you know, there's elements of that visually that look quite period, because you're talking about a group of people that haven't changed their practice for you know dating back to pre-war Europe. Yeah. so it's uh, you know, it's a kind of it's it's a useful definition, period, yeah. but it's not. I don't think it has to be ironclad.
0: You escaped, didn't you? You make it sound like I was in prison,
2: weren't you? No. But I left without telling anyone.
1: Why did you leave?
2: God expected too much of me.
0: The shotgun is not ungetrogen,
2: Emmett. What's the story?
0: It's the one who's
2: going to be a good one. I'm going
1: to
0: Orthodox was so good. You, oh, you it have so it. Good. Honestly, it was so good. I, I was got so obsessed it. with it afterwards. I had to go like search some more. I was like, I have there's to find there's a making of. Yeah, yeah, there's a making of an Orthodox. So, so good. I was at everyone's <laughs> Instagrams. I was looking at everyone's Instagrams. I was to follow you all. Honestly, it is. Yeah. It is yeah. so good. probably one of the best things yeah. I watched first lockdown. Same. Of of it was. Moves, it was
2: the very first thing I watched yeah. actually.
0: And I thought it was absolutely it. brilliant. Yeah definitely worth I watching quite, and it's not that long either i think it's
2: like that five no, six, episodes. six yeah six which is six i think episodes. the perfect That's number perfect. yeah really mm-hmm. good number. i quite
1: like the idea of um expanding the term of period because then it may i think it makes it way more accessible to people yes. i think people are put off by the word period same. because yeah. now i'm sort of thinking if it's in the past i'm just thinking of like shows where i've been on google like i've been on wikipedia at the same time like oh my God, what, is, what does that person actually look like in real life? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. Even things like Narcos. Did you watch Narcos?
0: No, I didn't watch it.
1: I love... I well, don't
0: like uh, gangster stuff.
1: Okay, that is completely <laughs> understandable because Pablo Escobar doesn't have a great reputation. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I get it. But I think even that, uh, maybe that's different, but... That set like ages ago about a a person in history. Yeah,
2: that still counts. See, right but it's the writing, first. yeah, it's the writing. I always think if the writing is really fresh and immediate, it could be set in the year you know 1000 BC or it could mm. be set now. And it, if the writing, it which is what I think is so brilliant about the Crown is is, yeah. is, is Peter Morgan's writing. And I think, yeah, if it's if something is written. With real kind of vibrant immediacy and the drama is yeah. there, then actually, I don't think it matters when it's set.
0: Totally agree. Right, okay, Gina. What are your um, this week's ten ten would recommend? What should people watch on Netflix? What should people be watching?
1: Ooh, I feel bad because I, I recommended. I don't think there's anything else anybody should be watching except The Crown. I know that's a cop out, but I really Ooh, don't think there is. Nice. That's quite. Is that's a hard line to? Ooh. I feel bad. No, I don't feel bad. I feel bad. Watch <laughs> the Crown. The Crown is absolutely fantastic. I'm not just saying that because Miss Kate's here and she's our best friend. I love it. <laughs> our girl Kate, <laughs> our girl Kate's here, and I want to respect her. Um, <laughs> no,
0: it's um, it's it's just very good for me this week. I would say, what well, you have to watch is a sister. Like you just have to go back to watch it. If you've never watched it before, watch it anyway.
2: Watch. I bet the door's gonna creak real loud. So late. I mean, she's really going to go in there by herself. You know the maniacs in the cabin? The maniacs always in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe this? No. Can mm-hmm. you? <laughs> this is so fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to scare <laughs> anybody.
0: Hey! Ah! 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 to remember the year it was made like don't look at it through being woke and now you know more you know educated because that ruins it and talking of periods don't ruin periods of what you know now okay (laughs) (laughs) take your knowledge backwards a little bit
2: it's true but this is what so this is what peter said to us when we were first doing thatcher he was like Mm. i think you're judging her and you have to remember when we first see Thatcher, she we didn't know what she would become and she was full of promise and passion. Oh, and yeah. and it was a really important note is to not bring your own judgment to the process, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, you're absolutely right. I think yeah, just so quickly true. on that, I you're so right. I watched it we already with those judgments. Yeah. And there's all you almost want to be get like if whatever opinion you have with Thatcher, you almost want to get a bit like defensive, like you know those those who don't want her necessarily to be humanized because she was a person Uh Uh you know um like oh but you're but she was a person like she's depicted as just a person who was like she was nice and then not nice like every other person and like I think yeah you have to watch it 100% if you're watching it this Sunday which you absolutely should you have to watch it as if you're just meeting everyone for the first time that you meet and that you're learning their stories yeah I agree with that for sure
0: I'm gonna definitely get into it um Another, I'll do two more that are just like things you can watch in the background because I love a background show. Mm-hmm. Not everything needs your full attention. Um, I'd say next up in fashion and the Glow Up. You might like the Glow Up, Kate. It's about makeup, so it's kind of like uh, it's imagine a drama. like no, it's kind of like not a reality TV show, like a competition type show.
2: In bedrooms up and down the country, a makeup revolution has begun. Now, out of thousands that applied, Ooh. ten aspiring makeup artists have a chance to make it in the real world. It's absolutely ruthless out there. For eight weeks, they're going to live together, work together. So I'm just going to stand here and do nothing. now. we should be doing a lot and battle it out. Is it that one that was on BBC One? Yeah, I think Sorry. so. It's now on Netflix. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Uh, excuse me, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) You're fired, Kate.
2: (laughs) I'm going to come. What is the BBC? (laughs) I've already done that one as a background show. And they are amazing, those people on it. Like, I couldn't do anything. You talk about makeup. I couldn't do anything that they do.
0: So that's quite nice to watch. And those are my two this week, I'd say.
1: Okay, okay. All Mm. right. Well, I I have one, a rogue one. Um, Also from the BBC, but on Netflix. Um, It's called Interior Design Masters. I don't know if either of you have heard about this. Now, here's the thing. Of the many stereotypes that we've all acquired over lockdown, I got into interior design on Instagram. Like, I got Mm -hmm. very obsessive following all of the accounts. I follow so many people with, like, fancy houses in... I don't have a house to decorate, but I was still fancy, like following all of them. And there's this new show where they've gotten these interior designers together and it's like a competition. Are you feeling horny?
2: I think we've got this.
1: Wowzers.
2: I absolutely hate it.
0: I did not want to see Bland. I'm looking for magic. Wow.
1: It feels naughty.
0: And I like that. I want this. I will defend myself. He knows who's got this
2: one. Oh I don't know.
1: welcome to Interior Design Masters. It's kind of like great British, British Bake Off vibes, but like for houses. Um, and they're set with tasks. And like the first week they had to design a show home, the second week they had to like design a hotel room, and like the, the theme was either dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate. It's just if you're into that kind of thing, if you decided that you you could definitely design homes after stalking 150 home instagrams like i have that's the best tv show to watch for
0: sure it's very nice i'm into that i was going to ask you because like netflix is pushing this show in my face no i haven't watched it yet it's a film the (laughs) secret dare to dream with katie holmes yes or no it feels like it's going to be very slow
1: i haven't been pushed that so i don't know whether that's your
0: algorithm Netflix. it it says more about me than it says about netflix it it does does. Uh, and you've been shoving uh, <laughs> that film in my face every single time it's got, it literally it's like the secret dare to dream but do you know what it is? it's because every so often i watch like an uplifting film that i know what's going to happen okay i okay. feel like it looks like seven pounds or like the pursuit of happiness it feels like that kind of vibe
1: one other thing to recommend though um we actually get moesha on the service and I think Moesha comes
0: this Friday. Responsibilities.
1: It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing then. And I was like, is this a stroke or?
0: <laughs> the theme tune. <laughs> Realising my responsibilities. Do you know the best thing about Moesha? When well, she writes in her diaries, their diary. <laughs> like the beginning of every episode, she writes in her diary. And it's so good.
1: Love it.
0: I mean, I'm really Ma- excited. It. But yeah, Moesha is also back. Well, very, on very Netflix good. UK now. But yeah, that yes. is it for this week's um, episode of 10 out of 10 would recommend. Kate, thank you so much. It's my Kate. My pleasure. Thanks for being my new best friends. That is it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I've been Talani.
1: And I have been Gina. And if you want to find us anywhere, you'll find the podcast. It's 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Please rate us. Subscribe to us. Leave a nice comment, tweet about us with the hashtag 10 out of 10 would recommend. Tell us what you're watching. Tell us whether you watch any of the shows that T or I or Kate recommended. And if you want to find Netflix anywhere on the web, it's at Netflix UK or at Netflix on TikTok. And T, where can we find you?
0: Um you can find me at Tolly underscore T everywhere.
2: Kate, where can we find you? I think I'm at kate.org) <laughs> 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 I think I've got about seventeen followers.
1: <laughs> if you can't find Kate, you can just find me at Smile Gina. Do that instead. Do that. Yes. Instead.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: please do, and be sure to watch the ground. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.